up guys it's cafe mocha here and this is actually the preview before the preview of the actual podcast episode and the reason why i'm doing this is because we actually recorded an episode ash and myself with francisco russian formerly known as tall russian on the podcast and uh it was a great episode ended up being two hours a little bit too long but we didn't have any real segues in between we didn't split it in half so i decided to split it in half post-production and it doesn't it doesn't really transition well, so I just figured I'd give you guys a heads up. Either way, still a very, very solid uh, couple episodes. Very funny, very, very raunchy stuff. And the second thing is we're going to implement an actual preview, as I previously mentioned. Lots of P's there. Lots of alliteration. But uh, yeah, we're going to have an actual preview, like a maybe 30 seconds, a minute. Some non-sequitur, probably one of the best lines in the episode, just to give you an idea of what's gonna, what's to come. All right, enjoy. Yes, go to the bed. We can actually lie down and do this properly. So we'll stand up and we're all naked. And then the chick looks at Bruce. <laughs> and she goes, hey, you know, Bruce, you're the only one of us that still has clothes on. <laughs> so it's that she's just calling him out, right? And then at that stage, Bruce goes, oh, fuck, okay. <laughs> Reluctantly, takes Yeah, shedding like a single tear as he unbuckles his belt. Yeah, I don't know, like, well, yeah, we can write, like, the opposite of all the rest of the podcasts, where, like, normally the hosts, like, they talk for a bit, then they're like, oh, yeah, we got this guy here sitting by us. So I am Tall Russian, first time on the podcast, gonna break some shit down tonight. You gotta tell them what podcast you're listening to. <laughs> the Red Mile Fucking Pill Generation. That's <laughs> yeah, when, when you have to, the guest comes in and we're breaking the rules. So Yeah, alright. I think I, we I should roll with this. I like this. That was different. You yeah. know, I'm so happy it's not uh, Ash's fucking radio voice shit. Oh, he always, <laughs> always wants to be like, hey, how are you doing? This is a Red Pill Generation. Hey, thanks for watching. <laughs> Tune in next time when we have... <laughs> It's not cool. It's not cool. We're not trying to make a TV show over here. To create something new, this is not Red Pill. This is Fox News. All right, so, you know, my voice, Cafe Mocha, Cafe Mokovic. See, I'm much better now. Before, when we started like two months ago, I stumbled through the introduction, but, you know, I'm here, sexy. Listen to me. Yeah? Yeah, good for you. I know. I like it, you know, it's a little toned down to get the people drawn in a little bit. Yeah, you have to bring it. I've, I've got that, like I told you, I've got the radio voice, but not Ash's, hey, corny radio voice, minus the, hey man, you minus have a the face R&B. for radio, okay? Not, no. <laughs> TV show face. <laughs> and uh, and uh, the third co-host today is Ash. I am uh, I'm the moderator between these two, <laughs> I guess you could say, because I know them both very well. And uh, just happy to get them talking to each other. This is kind of cool. So, Tall Russian, are you going to be Tall Russian or are you going to be Francisco? Because I think Fran- I still think Francisco's. I will. How about how about we mix it up? It's just Tall I'm Russian, AKA, AKA Francisco. I'm, yeah, okay. We can do both. I'm yeah. going to call I feel like there's a lot of Russians on the podcast. Yeah, there's that too many Russians. There's bald Russian, and then there is the. 
That was kind of the, the bit. That was kind of the joke, I guess, <laughs> that we had so many different Russians. Yeah, it's like a so Russian. So just like any time we meet any Russian, you just like whatever. It's just a descriptive word, an adjective, and then Russian. Yes. Yeah. So Francisco Russian. Francisco. Oh yeah, Francisco Russian. Francisco like Russian. Okay. Yeah. There we go. So, ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to reintroduce myself, tall Russian, aka Francisco Russian, on the podcast for the first time. All right, man. So, uh, I guess. You guys, how long have you guys known each other? Ooh, nine years, I think. Nine? Has it been? Yeah. Cool? Yeah. Wow, that's like that's grade school. Time. We go way back. Yeah. And if I remember correctly, you introduced him to pick up. I think so. I think yeah. that's that's what we came about. Uh, the thing with um, me and Ash is that whenever, once we became really close friends, it, I I think it's symbolic for every close friendship is that once somebody kind of discovers something or talks about something or mentions a topic, both people just kind of start contributing to the, th- to, you know, uh, the new interest. So with, uh, with me and Ash, um, I remember I started getting really into pickup, uh, around second half of high school. I was really bad with girls and I just got on and started Googling how to pick up girls, how to get girls, and then mentioned it to, to him, uh, what I was doing. And then he started showing me websites and it all started off with really any of you guys that are familiar with PUA um, community out there. It started off with really simple stuff like, oh, here are the 10 things to get the girls, you know. I mean, it's, it's like I look at this bullshit now and I'm just like, man, this would never work. <laughs> but uh, back then, I was like, well, I'm going to try it out, see, see how it goes, you know. Who knows? And um Wait, uh, do you remember the website that I remember? There was this first the website. Pick up. I'm thinking about yeah. it, just trying to, to get my right. Yeah, it's something along those lines. That's what. That's what you. I remember you told me it was how to be an asshole. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I remember reading this and like, really? Is this? How it works? <laughs> okay, well, I guess we got to tr- start trying to see. Inherently, right there is like the first problem. Is like how to be an asshole.com. It's not even just the name itself tells you it's like, yeah, that's not what it's about. Like, you don't have to be an well, kind of. But your aim isn't to become an asshole. It's, yeah. Mm-hmm. You may come across as an asshole, but your aim is to be in control of yourself and do what you want to do as opposed to yeah. what other people want you to do. Exactly. Which sometimes you might come across as an asshole. Then. Oh, yeah. Many times you're going to come across as an asshole. But I, I remember probably my favorite moment. Well, no, my favorite <clears> routine <throat> that they suggested on that website. I remember this one guy. He was talking about the use of pheromones mm-hmm. and how he would, like, spray... <laughs> He, like, this made sense to me when I was, like, younger. I was like, oh, that's awesome. Like, he would buy pheromones, yeah. spray them under his hat, and he would wear, like, a fedora all the time. Okay. And what he said is that he would uh, he would go and talk to girls, and if they weren't having it, he would take off his hat and, like, waft it under their nose. <laughs> and apparently that would make them like him more. Yeah. And for a, a period of time, I was like, wow, pheromones are the only thing I'm missing yeah. to yeah. be irresistible. Did you get the cologne? I didn't get the I got the cologne. You did? I got the cologne. <laughs> so I, got, uh, I got this um, back in the day, one of my first jobs, I think I was 15, um, 15, 16, something like that. Um, the, one of the ladies that I was working with, um, she was a little bit older and I remember asking her specifically, I said, look, I'm in this thing. I'm trying to, you know, what do you know about pheromones? And she went down downtown with me and we went to the specific wait, one wait, location. You met this chick where? Uh, through work. And she's older. She was like 45, I think 50. She was kind of like my second mom at the time, but I would tell her things that I couldn't tell my mom. She's like, yeah, I'm going to take you shopping for pheromones. <laughs> you know what? Now, now that I say it, it sounds, it might sound a little weird, but she, the relationship that we shared was... whiskey as well? No, 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 no. It, wasn't, it was never like that. It was, it was, uh, 
it was like a second mom character type of thing. So yeah. it was purely platonic always. And we went down and there was a specific shop on Young Street where you had to go. You had to, and they had all these, uh, cologne selections. And we, I asked for pheromones and they offered me two. And one smells like dicks. So that was a complete mess. <laughs> and then the second one was really strong, but I'm like, well, it's pheromones. And funny enough, to this day, I still have it. I've maybe used it like, couple of months cumulatively it was just too strong yeah. funny enough my dad uses it now without even knowing <laughs> he doesn't know that it's fair yeah. alone he just once in a while I smell it I'm like where'd you get it he's like oh it, in the bathroom it was there I, I use it <laughs> dad tried it all randomly found like chicks were coming up yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like this I, I don't understand women don't love me now <laughs> or the opposite they love him even more Francisco what are you buying this huh? yeah <laughs> get, I want more I want more it seems to give me the, the ladies. Don't tell your mother. It's <laughs> between me and you. And then you know what? The the funny thing about our friendship that me and Ash discussed over multiple times was that over the early days, so um, grade school and then going into high school and like around the end of high school, beginning of university, yeah, even though like we were both growing, so I kind of started off as like this big asshole that you know, kind of got on people's nerves. And then Ash started off as more of like kind of quieter, more, you know, drawn in, kind of like a nerdy dude with a mushroom bowl haircut. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and then we kind of, I kind of kept pressing the friendship. I kind of kept insisting on it. Like I would show up in his house and just, hey, like I'm, I'm hanging out here now. <laughs> you know, so like looking back at it, it's a totally dick move. But, um, but then as um, we went through like high school and then at the, at the end of high school, it was... Uh, I think he, uh, I was like growing at a faster pace than he was, but then around the end of high school and beginning of university, it was him that was just like bringing more ideas, bringing more content. That's when it's like we had, we realized that our friendship is like we give each other a lot of value. And so I pretty much followed him around, if you can say so. So I went to one high school out of uh, grade school. I went there for grade nine. I transferred to Ash's high school in grade 10. Then I went to one university for two years, and I transferred to Ash's university. Well, you can say the name of the university first. Yeah. Yeah. So. <clears throat> Which university did you go to first? I went to U of T. Uh, I went to Scarborough campus for accounting. Um, and then basically didn't really have the grades, so I had to take a bunch of, pre, um, you know, liberals like history, psychology, uh, anthropology. I was always interested in things like lie to me, where you can tell looking at a person you can tell if they're lying to you or not you know uh, expressions like reading the body language uh, kind of like stuff stuff that goes along with pickup and then i wasn't learning that at all like don't don't mistake the introductory courses in psychology it's just a bunch of memorization and there's nothing there to be learned for me personally and then i transferred to ryerson with accounting and then uh, through a series of events i realized that i don't want a nine-to-five job sitting crunching numbers all the time and so now i'm in entrepreneurship finishing up the entrepreneurship major which ryerson is one of the few universities in canada that offers that and right now me and ash are working on a bunch of projects together mm -hmm. <coughs> one of which is because uh, i'm moving to china in september and I convinced ash or at least i infected him with the china virus <laughs> that sounds deadly. I think I was I was afflicted with uh, a certain fever before. Well, you already had you had Asian, Asian fever. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. it's different. It's not, this one's like China. I want to go make money. Kind of. And fever. Asian fever is just like drawing you very, very more. Yeah. 
Existence. My mind and my body are drawing me to that location. <laughs> it's it's perfect. Yeah. And then you're thinking about coming as well. So yeah, up until recently, me and Ash, we went to Miami for a week. Yeah. And up until that point, you know, he would tell me about all these things like you guys, what is it called? Elevator life. Elevator life. Yeah. Elevator life. So I looked into that. Location 180. Yeah. Uh, I looked into that. That looked very interesting. I've always wanted to move around. I actually wrote an article <laughs> about it. Um, in my journal, basically saying that this whole time I'm I'm always like big talk about you know I wanna I wanna travel I wanna move around I wanna see different places I wanna meet different people and specifically not to travel just to travel but to meet other entrepreneurial like minded people who yeah. get things done you know not the talkers but the doers and then I look back at my experiences up until now and a lot of times you know when ash goes to different countries to like study abroad or just to travel i always hang back and i don't take advantage of you know the freedom that i have right now so i said you know what by may 1st 2015 i no matter what financial situation i'm in no matter what you know my position is in school with parents with work i'm moving to china i'm joining this well i can relate i mean i guess technically um, if you're talking about traveling i've traveled i traveled a lot growing up my parents were stuck going on vacations and technically, I'm doing a study abroad thing right now because I'm an international student. Yeah. But, I mean, when you've been in a place for five years, fuck, I feel like it's my home. It doesn't feel like I'm studying abroad. Yeah. So I was, I was the same way. I was like, oh, yeah, I want to go, I want to travel here, I want to go there. Fine. Some of the reasons might be, like, financial. Maybe I couldn't afford to go to, like, England or whatever when I wanted to. But <clears throat> I have had opportunities like my sister wanted me, my sister lives in New York. Mm-hmm. She wanted me to come and live with her for like a year. She said, come and like transfer your credits and come and live with me. And you know, you'll be in New York and you, it's a city yeah. and all this stuff. And, we, and you can come and study there and it's, it's going to be great for you. There's career opportunities. And I kind of went, oh, I want to fucking live with my sister though. <laughs> <laughs> well, that would get a little sister. awkward. It's awkward. She's got two kids. Oh, she's married. It's, you know, she's, she's 34. That would put a strain on the relationship. You're out there chasing girls. Exactly. When am I, first of all, am I going to be coming home at like two o'clock in the morning when there's like a nine year old in the next room? (laughs) Spanging a random chick. I'm like, I don't even, I don't even want to be that guy. Like, (laughs) if I get uncle is like coming hammered. That's true. You are the uncle. Bringing in some fucking chicks. Kids. What's up? Let me teach you something. (laughs) Tell your mom. Candy, come over here and meet the little. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, isn't, she, isn't she cute it's a random fucking chick who's like smoking and shit yeah. but yeah no, I just I just envisioned that and I was like ah, I mean it would be cool to go and live in New York and mm-hmm. maybe I could go and stay with her for a few months and move out you yeah. know, maybe get a job whatever but I pussied out well not I pussied out but I just chose not to do it it's like a worst and case scenario type of thing right? yeah and I was I was, I thought, I felt like I was too comfortable here mm-hmm. that's why I sort of said I want to do that um, and then looking at me finishing school and then looking at the opportunities in Toronto versus anywhere else and ask myself, what do I want to do? I don't, I want, my original plan is going to be to work for a company here mm-hmm. a couple of years, get my papers. And then after that, I can take out a loan, start my own business. Right. But then I looked at it, it's like, well, you know, I could go to China. Like my parents took business in China and reading about, uh, first of all, Rushby Forum. Yeah. Talking, there was all this stuff about traveling, and they talked about China a lot. And then through the roof before, I discovered the elevator life, and the elevator life were pretty much like us. They were, you know, twenty something, like they just finished university, and yep. they said, "Fuck it, let's go to China. There's nothing for us here. Mm-hmm. Not nothing, but we don't want to work in the corporate world." Yeah. 
<clears throat> I said, well, like, if they're, they're doing that, why, why wouldn't I? And then, of course, it's easier to take that leap when you see other people your age who have done it. And there's sort of like a, a sort of path, like as an entrepreneurship yeah. community there, like the enter China thing, and which me and you were supposed to join. And uh, yeah, no, I just figured, fuck it, man, stop talking. Like I could either stay here a couple of years and three, four years from now, then decide to travel because then I would have saved up the money from working nine to five, or I could just go right now. Mm-hmm. You know, just yeah. kind of all. Safety to the air. Yeah, like, it's, like, it's scary. But I don't know what's going to happen. Like you know, it sounds cool and everything, and it seems like I have a path. But who knows what could happen? I could go there and might not work out. Or, yeah. You know, but I'm like, yeah, you never know until you just do it. And exactly. Then, then you won't feel like oh, I always talked about going there, but never did it. Never Turned did. out to be one of those old men on yeah. the deathbed. Just man, you know, this one time I had, a, I was gonna go to China, mm. make big things happen, but I decided not to. Got yeah, a job to keep my apartment and things in it. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's like I wanted, I wanted to keep my condo. You know, yeah. <laughs> no, no, nothing we receive in life that we get to keep in death. So, so yeah, just figured. Um, no, I could totally relate with the idea of seeing. You know, since I've known Ash, I I knew I didn't know him. I met. I think I maybe messaged on the forum on uh, PSI, maybe because he was in Sweden at the time. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then I joined uh, PSI, which was our pickup forum. And then you were writing stories about your adventures in, in Sweden. <laughs> and I think I think I might have like commented on his uh, journal or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I met him here, and then we were buddies. We became close buddies, and went to Singapore. And I was like, yeah, I'm still, like, I kind of feel the same way. Like, oh, he's going to Singapore, Sweden, and, you know, at this young age, I haven't really traveled, I've been to Asia, but I haven't really traveled to Asia at this age with mm. the knowledge that I have, with the confidence I have, with the ability to, like, make new friends fairly quickly, and, and obviously, sit to women, yeah. you know, so I'm, I'm very curious to see what's that like, going somewhere, and I don't know anybody, Yeah, and just sort of fucking building a life I know. Like, you know. Yeah, I'm excited by that. I feel yeah, fucking. I feel, I feel like you know, as a man, like fucking, you have to do some shit like that. Yeah, you're taking control of your life, yeah. doing something that like ninety percent of people that you know would not do. Right? It's kind of like pulling the trigger on something that you know we build up these block blocks in our heads where it's like, oh well, I have to finish school first and then I'll do it, or yeah. I have to get more knowledge and then I'll do it, or I'll research this and then I'll do it, <clears throat> yeah. versus. Fuck it. I really don't know what I'm getting into, but this looks like a good idea. My friends are going to be with me. Let's do this. Yeah. And that's how I felt that, that one night. We were actually grabbing Froyo, and we're sitting outside this Froyo place, and he just asked me, like, hey, so, you know, you should really come to China. He brought it up a few times before, but this time I just said to him, you know what? Let's uh, let's go. Like, forget about it. Yeah. And, you know, that goal you set for yourself, like, May? Yeah. Like, that's... That's like a worst case scenario goal. Yeah. I mean, if uh, like me and uh, Francisco are actually getting into PPC marketing right now, mm-hmm. so we're uh, we're doing some research about uh, possible affiliate marketing opportunities where we can become location independent pretty yeah. quickly. Yeah, that's and, the whole point. Yeah, and I think we found the the right resources to read and uh, a certain mentor. Uh, <laughs> Like an uh, African gentleman. No, he's, <laughs> he's not me. He's, yeah, it's not. He's African. He's, he's from Mauritius. I never asked him. Oh, okay. I thought he was. I thought he was French-speaking part of Africa. By the way, have you had him on a podcast yet? 
No, I haven't. Really interesting guy. He's got a lot of interesting things. Yeah, you know, I met, um, what will we call him? I'll call him French African for now, because I can't think of anything else. Mm-hmm. But uh, I met him two years ago, I think, through, through what do we call him? Brown? Military? Military. Military, military guy. guy? Do we just call him military guy? Yeah. We don't call him military guy. That's, that's a little typical. <laughs> we'll call him Mr. Military. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Military. Yeah. Mr. Military. Come on. So yeah, we met. I, he was my roommate for a while, and uh, he was day gaming with uh, French African. <laughs> he was day gaming with French African and uh, another Asian guy. And then at the time, it was just very like weird guys when I met them. <laughs> very strange. I mean, which, like, with anything, like, if you met me when I was first gaming, I was probably fucking weird as well, but... Yeah, I think we, we all were at some point. It's, it's almost like, I feel like when you first get in the game, it makes you pretty weird for a little while. Because yeah. you're, like, trying new things, you're really inconvenient, you're really confused. And you also, the whole judgment aspect, right? Like, yeah. people will judge you, and you're coming in, you're thinking, you build up these these guys that you're meeting into... Freaking mystery and yeah. you know Tyler yeah. Durden's and you're just like man these guys are so good and I want to come off as if I'm cool and good then yeah. that incongruency kind of shows it always does and then you're like you become kind of like weird like a little oh but you know it takes one to know one right yeah. then you understand it then you're like okay well not everyone knows what's going on well that that's that's what uh, when I saw the guys I was like I mean I know it's pickups so I wasn't I wasn't judging in that aspect but. I was like, yeah, you guys are weird. <laughs> I was like, oh, you know, I'll forgive you, but yeah, you guys are you, You've always strange. been too cool for school. <laughs> I was like, you guys are strange. I'll forgive you because I know you're just starting to pick up. But, but anyways, this, was, was, this is French African and Mr. Military? No, Mr. Military was, he was really like, he was actually taking them out for like, okay. the first time day gaming kind of thing. Okay. So he, he was looking for new guys to go day gaming with and, yeah. you know, they were new on the forum, I think. Yeah, they were new on PSI. Yeah, and he just took them out. And he brought them over to our place, so I was like, I was chilling, and I think that time was maybe two days after I just had a gangbang. <laughs> <laughs> so Mr. Military comes in, and he always used to do this, which I kind of didn't like, but at the same time, it's whatever. He would come in and be like, "Yeah, uh, Cafe, why don't you tell these guys about the gangbang?" I'm like, "Oh, damn it! out. Talking about the gangbang right now, but you were right. a little traumatized after the first one. Yeah, I was traumatized for like two weeks, man. <laughs> Why? Well, hold on, tell me what I never even heard about this gangbang. Tell me about the, the gangbang. So, in fact, I haven't told it on the podcast. You, you haven't. We have, but that was before we actually started doing it. That was practice episode. Okay, so think about that time. Yeah, go for it. Come on, yeah. you tell me you're not telling me why. <laughs> All right, gangbang. Yeah. <laughs> isn't, isn't that how it works, you know? Gangbang number no, it's felt like, ah, it's a story, you know? It's one of those things, I think at this stage, I have it so, like, practiced that it's it's not even as interesting to say, but it, anyways. Uh, it's funny every time for me, man. It's funny every time. So, what happened that night? All right, so we went to From Devils. the get-go, from the beginning. Devil's uh-huh. Martini, I was out with Brown Genius and this other guy that's Brown Genius's um, friend from university. Mm-hmm. He's, a, he's a white guy. I called him Bruce because of his real name. Yeah. But he's a white guy. And uh, I'll just call him Bruce for now. If, you're, if, you've, if I said his other name, it makes sense. Yeah. <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, he's just like a typical, like, he's not an AFC, but... I guess he is in the FCA, but he's like, he's the guy who's always, he's been in relationships and stuff. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
So he's more on the softer side into like yeah, long, you know, and then I think he just had recently broken up with a chick and yeah. was kind of trying to get back yeah. out there, and, and that shit never works. Yeah. You always end up in the rebound relationship. <laughs> exactly, like he's not that guy. He's not that single guy who's just out like yeah. chasing. That was the line that he was. Yeah. yeah. If you're wondering why I'm taking a break right now, just uh, pulling out, uh, pulling out a Miller genuine draft. Yeah. We don't have any. Uh, Good thing we got that sponsor. We are yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a real man's beer. Severe gangbangs. Just a year from now, they're going to sue us. They're like, we don't want to be affiliated whatsoever with what's going on here. Your story. It's the pathway to a gangbang story. <laughs> like, yeah. Brought to you by Miller Beer. Yeah. Every gangbang story is brought to you by yeah. Miller Beer. Everyone just kind of wonders, like, how did, why did Miller stock go down? <laughs> like, 15 points in the market. Yeah. Because some dude like to thank our sponsors, but uh, anyway, so you know, we went out, went to Devil's Martini. If you know Devil's Martini yes. from before, it's now a union, yes. And it was basically a uh, I wouldn't say cougar bar, but the women are older, they're probably like 20s, uh, late 20s, early 30s, and it was mainly a place where it was a lot of stag parties. It was like chicks always out, like a bunch of chicks. You know, for a stag party or a birthday yeah. or whatever. About to get married, you know, you want to get those pheromones out. <laughs> <laughs> you want to get, get nasty with young 20-year-old something with a little cafe mocha. Yeah. So I remember this group, this particular group was a stag party, and I had actually been dancing with the group, you know, early on in the night. Yeah. <clears throat> and then it was just me and Brown Genius sometimes when we were a little bit tipsy, and, you know, we've been, like... Maybe we're, we've done a bunch of approaches, this hasn't quite worked out, like it's okay. Yeah. And you know, we kind of go, okay, you know what, let's do something fun. The approaches are fun, but they didn't go quite, they didn't work out the way they, we wanted them to. So let's fuck around a bit. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I went, uh, you know what, I'm going to do my fucking British accent. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to do an approach in a British accent. Mm-hmm. So I see this girl, she's seated by herself. I was just thinking to myself, I noticed something. If you see a big group of girls, sometimes it's intimidating. But if there's one chick who's kind of, seated off to herself. Yeah. She's not really participating in the conversation. Yeah. You can tell she's part of the group. Like a, like a stray gazelle from the group. That should be your target. It should be. And what that is, is normally she'll be the chick who's actually looking to meet guys. Yeah. She's just not as fun, so she's been kind of cast she, away. Yeah, she's group, a little bit cast away. She's like she's more of like a homebody. Homebody. You know? Maybe she got dragged out, and she's like, mm-hmm. ah, I don't know how to do this thing. Like, yeah, what's her story? What's, what's her story? So that's the chick who's probably more likely to be very receptive when you come to talk to her. Or the opposite. Or the or, complete opposite. But most of the time, I would say that that chick is going to be very receptive. Okay. And she'll be down for that night mm-hmm. because she mm-hmm. she's not like she's oh you're coming to talk to me yeah. this is awesome yeah. she has no attachment to the group <clears throat> yeah okay. so I, I saw that chick and I was like yeah, okay, that's my girl so I go up to her and I'm like hey love how you doing uh, my name is Cafe do you mind if I <laughs> is that how you said it yeah. say it in the accent say, I want to hear like exactly I'm, no, I'm doing it right now okay. I'm like hey love uh, how you doing the like, thing is you have to be subtle because it okay. has you want her to like Listen to you and then go. Wait, does he have an accent? Oh, he, oh, yeah, that's, okay. You know, so I was like, "Hey, love, how's it going?" Um, my name is Cafe. Nice to meet you. Do you mind if I say, "Hey, is anybody, is anybody in this place right here?" And she's like, "No, no, it's fine. You can sit down." And I, I started talking to her. I was like, "How's the night going?" And you look quite lovely tonight. How's that? How's everything? Just like just being chilled, whatever. And she goes, 
Yeah, it's okay. Do you? Where are you from? You have a little bit of an accent. Oh. Uh, do I? I'm like, I got you. Feel <laughs> <laughs> that fish. Like I got her. So it's like, oh, do I? And then I just, you know, started having a general conversation. Yeah. So then I introduced Brown Genius at some stage, and I introduced Bruce, <clears throat> and uh, you know, her friends came. Like a Bruce and Brown Genius left. Friends came. Were kind of scoping me out. Like, was this guy? And her friends were like, hey, we're leaving. You know, she's they're trying to pull her away. They're like, yeah. yeah, we're leaving. Like, we're going to actually leave the club now. And she's yeah. like, no, no, I'm actually talking to this guy. Go away. <laughs> she's like, no, he's cool. Like, you bitches ditched me before. I don't want to fucking go <laughs> And they're like, yeah, no, we're, no, are you sure? Like, we're leaving, right? We're taking, we're call, we called a cab. We're going. And she's like, no, 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 I'm, I'm good. Like, I'll, I'll take a cab home. Awesome. And then her friend was like, looks at me like, better. Better make sure she gets home safe. Yeah, one of, one of those types, yeah. <laughs> I said, no, sweetheart. I, sweetheart. I, sweetheart. <laughs> I love it. I've, I've got her. She, she'll be fine with me, love. <laughs> yeah. And you get home safe, love. And then just throw in a bunch of loves randomly. And then... Uh, hey, hey, love, love. You love, she loves. Oh, yeah, man. The world. Hey, could not have turned out worse. <laughs> <laughs> she'll get home safe. Yeah. <laughs> So at that stage, I'm kind of like, okay, this is fucking, she, she loved the accent, she's loving that aspect, she's calling me cute, we're flirting. She just told her friends, I'm not coming home with you guys, I'm going to go home with it. Like, she just basically yeah. said, I'm going home with this guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, this is, at this stage, it's like, I just don't, don't fuck it up. So uh, Brown Genius comes back, and then we were kind of talking to him, like, hey, I do my usual line, which is, you know, come back to my place, we've got some rosé or wine or whatever it is that I have. Of course. And she was kind of cautious, and then uh, she wasn't really cautious, she just needed a, a little bit more of a push. So we yeah. just said, hey, you know what, we have to get up early tomorrow anyway, so just come for a drink, just listen to some music. Yeah. Like 30 minutes, whatever, it's, my place is five minutes from here. Oh, she goes, uh, I don't know, I'm like, no, yeah, seriously, like, I have to get up and like sell. <laughs> I was not kidding. Yeah. It's not going to be that long. Five, five, five minutes, come on. She's like, oh, okay, are you sure it's five minutes? I'm like, yeah, we're going to take a cat. <laughs> And like, all right. So we get back to my place. Uh, again, I do my usual thing, which is because obviously she was she met me. She was more into me. She liked Brown Genius and other guys, but I'm more of a guy. This is what happens with gangbangs, threesomes, whatever. There's always going to be a situation where the chick likes one of the guys more than she likes yeah. the other guys. Maybe it's because she knows that guy more. Maybe it's just an attraction thing in that moment. That guy should be the one who pushes it towards. The gangbang or the threesome. Yeah. It shouldn't be a situation where all the guys are trying to like talk to her at the same time yeah. and flirt with her. Like let that guy escalate the situation yeah. and then invite you guys in. Mm-hmm. That's in my experience mm-hmm. how it works. So I took her to the balcony. At the stage, I think at this stage I thought I thought I was gonna fuck her. I think I don't know if I thought that everyone was going to. But <laughs> I was like, well, you know, there's three of us. I'm in the balcony. I'm I'm standing here talking to this chick, and I'm like. Man, this chick is uh, it's pretty fucking easy. I think I've been thinking about having a fucking threesome or something. Like, <laughs> maybe this could be the chick, right? So I just said to her, hey, love, you know, I know for sure that I'm going to fuck you tonight. I know I'm going to fucking destroy you tonight. Mm-hmm. That's 100% guarantee. She's like, oh, you really? You believe? I'm like, yeah, of course. But also, <laughs> why else would you come home with me? It's like, are you tempting me? No, I'm tempting So I was like, but uh, my buddies. They think you're absolutely gorgeous, and they want to ravish your body as well. <laughs> I have a piece of that. <laughs> and she goes, like, 
<laughs> Shit got real. <laughs> she goes like, uh, well, I mean, I, I, I'm down to fuck you, but like, I don't know if I can handle the other two guys. She said she just had stomach surgery, <laughs> like a month prior. I don't know what this is. Shit's going for. downhill for this chick. <laughs> she's like, I just had surgery like a month prior, so I don't, I don't think I'll be able to handle like so many guys. But she's because she never said like, you didn't say, no. no. She, she never discussed it, but she was just yeah. more like. I don't think I can handle this. Like physically, I, I would love to, but I just don't think this is the time or the place. So then I just kind of went like, okay, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> Disregard objections. Yeah, we'll see. I didn't. Uh, so when I go back inside, she goes to the washroom, and then I go, "Fuck, dudes! All right, I think she's down. We just have to like she had surgery, blah blah blah. Like I just tell them the whole story. Let's just go for it. Let's let's just see what happens." Yeah. So she comes back out. We're we're sitting on the couch. The couch is it's like a food truck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, basically, yeah, it could fit four people. Well, it's kind of snug. Yeah. So she sits in between us, and then we're, we're kind of talking. I'm touching her a bit, and then Brown Genius goes, "Hey, like, um, you know, I'm pretty good at massages. Like, no, in fact, I think he said, Are you good at massages?' Yes. Yeah, so I was like, How good are you at massages?' Yeah. My, my neck, my neck kind of like, kind of hurts a bit, you know, you should give me a massage. Like, yeah, I want to see how good you are. She's like, oh, I'm okay, okay. And she starts giving Brown Genius a massage. <clears throat> and then Brown, and then I go, well, you know, if you're giving Brown Genius a massage, I'm assuming that you're kind of lonely. Like, I mean, you're giving him all this service. You need one. You need yeah. I'm sure you need a little something, you know. So I start massaging her. At this stage, Bruce, he's sort of in the corner, just kind of like chilling. <laughs> <laughs> and then Brown Genius goes, yeah, like, uh, you know what? This is awesome, but I think it would be better if my shirt was off. So he takes off his shirt. It's like Bruce taking notes. <laughs> the reason the white guy taking notes Bruce in the corner. My favorite character in the story, because he doesn't know what the fuck is going on. <laughs> but he goes with like, <laughs> Yeah, so, yeah, so at this stage, Brown Genius takes off his shirt, and then... Um, I think I, I don't know how he takes off his shirt and then he starts getting naked. And then I was like, oh fuck, okay, he's getting naked. Like, alright. <laughs> it's only fair. It's only fair. I start taking off my clothes. Then he takes off his boxers. I'm like, oh, that's Brown Genius's penis. Alright. <laughs> I wasn't expecting to see that tonight, but uh, this is what it is. I guess I'm gonna get naked as well. And what about the girl? Is she she's, she's, she's full, she's fully clothed, but then. At, at this stage, I think me and Brown Genius switched, and then I started, like, taking off her panties. Yeah. <clears throat> so I started undressing her and taking off her panties and stuff, and then she's, like, taking off her bra and shit. She's pulling down her, her shirt. So at this point, there's no kind of objections from No, the, in fact, there was never really... Uh, once we started... It was just, like... A she was... No, there was never really any, any objections. I think the cool thing with the massage angle is, like, the girl gets used to being touched. Yeah. Like, two And touching. And touching at the same time. Yeah. So I think at that stage, like their whole resistance aspect, the only thing that ruins it is if if something dramatic happens, if yeah. somebody comes in or yeah. somebody freaks out, whatever. But I think at that stage, <laughs> Bruce, <laughs> I so, can't handle this. Like, yeah. So that's funny because now at, at this stage, Brown Genius was like she was blowing him, right? Wow, okay, that escalated quickly because he's he's um he's on the couch, I'm like lying in front here, like like kneeling in front of her. Like, finger in her playing with the pussy. 
And then uh, Bronjun is just kind of like on the, uh, what would you call this, the seat, the back uh, rest? The, the, yeah, the support. The support of the couch. He's kind of st- sitting there while, or, or kneeling there while she's blowing him. Mm-hmm. Bruce is still in the corner. <laughs> Bruce is just fucking shivering. <laughs> shivering in the corner. Like, was he not asked to join at any point? Man, like... I, I I said to him, I looked at him, I was like, man, in fact, I didn't say anything because... You look at him like, hey, dude, like, come on. Like, <laughs> but then again, what is he going to do? Like, blow He just him? has to join in, man. Like, oh, she could jerk him off. Like, you know, he could... <laughs> you know, he could that's a little him. too much more. It, that, that takes away from the focus of the blow ah, job. Not really. Fun. That's a gangbang life, man. Okay, yeah. <laughs> gangbang etiquette. She knew what she was in for, so I guess Brucey... So, I mean, Bruce is there, like, just like, man, I don't want a part of this. <laughs> I can see him, just like I told him. I, I, I motioned at him to join. Yeah. And he just was like in the corner shaking his head. <laughs> no, man. <laughs> well, it's not, it's not for everyone, right? It's not for everybody. So, you know, we're doing that. And then at some stage, like, uh, I tried to fuck her. But being on the couch, it was kind of awkward. Yeah. So I said, you know what? Let's go to my room. You know, let's go okay. to the bed. We can actually lie down and do this properly. So we all stand up and we're all naked. And then the chick looks at Bruce. <laughs> and she goes, hey, you know, Bruce, you're the only one of us that still has clothes on. <laughs> so it's that she's just calling him out, right? Yeah. And at that stage, Bruce goes, oh, fuck, okay. <laughs> Reluctantly, he takes his Yeah, shedding like a single tear as he unbuckles his belt. Yeah, so yeah, like, the I will never be the same it. again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know why I hang out with these people. <laughs> so then, it's, I miss my ex-girlfriend. But... Um, <laughs> <laughs> so then we go into the room now and then uh, Brown Genius starts fucking her she's blowing me Bruce is naked now and he's touching her she's at, this was a stage where Brown Genius she's lying down so it was missionary mm-hmm. so Brown Genius is fucking a missionary stone she's kind of like sit, sit, seated up a bit She's blowing me, and then she's jerking off Bruce at this time. <laughs> <laughs> Bruce is just getting shafted. The whole story. <laughs> Poor Bruce. <laughs> she's probably lefty jerking him off with the right. He's just like trying to contain. Like he's in his head, just like this kind of hurts, but I can't say anything. <laughs> like I just don't know what's happening. Yeah. So she was jerking off Bruce at the same. I was. I was. I, in my head at this moment, I was kind of like. It's fucking crazy, man. Like, this, is this chick is blowing me. She's fucking brown genius and she's jerking off another guy. Yeah. See, I'm like, I can't even believe I'm part of this, but <laughs> whatever. So, I, I'm, the, the, the interesting thing about <clears throat> gangbangs and stuff is that for me, I always said, if I'm ever in a situation where I'm fucking a girl and there's another guy there naked, I'm like, that's gay. Like, I'm not, <laughs> I, I was like, yeah, I would never do that. But yeah. when you're actually in that moment, I'm not thinking about these guys. I mean, there's an initial, like, this is a weird moment yeah. where you can I think it's the first minute. Yeah, it's the first, first minute. minute. When the, for me, it was the moment when Bron Genius whipped it out. Yeah, where it's a little like, okay, it's, it's, a little, it's my best friend's penis. Well, then you yeah. go for it. Cool, you know. Uh, it's a little bit hairier than it, but no. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm just like, there's that little weird moment. And then you, you catch yourself sometimes thinking like, this is crazy. So anyways, he's fucking her. And then... Uh, yeah, she was working. So then me and Bruce switched, and then Brownie is still fucking up. Mm-hmm. 
And, and Bruce is still shot there with no, no hand yeah, job. No, he, we switched. He's just blowing him. Oh, no, then Bruce, okay. Yeah. He got some action. Yeah, he got okay. some action. Because I'm almost feeling like empathetic to the guy. It's like, <laughs> man, you know, get in the game, son. Like, what's going on? You know this is happening. He's going to be like the memory of a lifetime. He was just stuck in his head. So, so, wait, did Bruce end up like fucking her? He fucked her, yeah. Yeah. So was he yeah. like the third third in line? He was the third. <laughs> Were there condoms involved in this whole situation? Of course, yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Just want to make sure because this is so getting a little racy. Yeah. So he was. Uh, so Brock is fucking with the condom on. The interesting thing as well is like when you are. It was so fucking hard to see. It's like watching live porn. Like if mm-hmm. you were seeing this chick getting fucked, and you kind of. You feel like, ah, oh, fuck, I want to get in there, you know? Yeah. So, uh, me and Brown Genius switched. So now she's like blowing Bruce, jerking up Brown Genius, this whole thing. Yeah. <clears throat> and now I'm fucking her. And then uh, I switched with Brown Genius again. Surprisingly, Bruce was still like cautious. <laughs> and then Brown Genius fucked her for a bit. His condom broke. <laughs> and then he came on her stomach and then disappeared. Because <laughs> <laughs> okay. his condom broke. And then uh, now Bruce starts fucking her. Bruce fucking, he, he went ham, man. Like, he went crazy. <laughs> he, got, he got a little coffee. We're lost. Once, inhibitions? Once, I think it was just a stage where he's just like, fuck it, man. I'm in there, man. It's, I'll deal with my like, emotions. Like tomorrow. his his best friend's come <laughs> on her chest. He's fucking her. He's like, all right, <laughs> this is for me. This is, this is okay. This is okay. Yeah, so then he, he started fucking the shit out of her. Okay, well. good on Brucey. And, uh, you know, she was, and then, then that made me feel competitive. That's the thing, like she was moaning louder, and I was like, okay, fuck, man, when I go in, I'm going in. Like, I'm going harder. So then, as well, we switched, and just me and Bruce now just kind of switching. And then another interesting aspect of it that I didn't think about until the next day was she blew all three of us, right? Yep. I I made out with it. Like, we all made out with it after she blew us. (laughs) After. So it, like, it's just that thing when you're in the moment, you're not thinking about it. I'm not thinking, like, oh, she just blew my body, I'm not gonna kiss her. Mm-hmm. But I kissed her and I made out, and then you know Bruce and stuff. So then me and Bruce fucked her for like probably an hour or so, and then Brown Genius came back. I think he, I don't know where he went. Like he actually left the building. Where did he go? He freaked out because his condom broke. Did you ask him like the next morning? Hey, what? Well, you, he came you back, know? right? He came back at this stage. Okay. Like we were like still fucking. But I mean, when you guys were talking about, I mean, there's always the where after did, night talk. After that, where did he go? I think he just went to like. Get a crazy test or something? Maybe like, coffee? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, like, here goes my life. Some, like, he pure just, vodka to just dump on his dick. Like, a shopper's part. Like, Got a little distraught there, huh? Like, I don't know. He just went. Like, he was. Just, he freaked out about it. And yeah. then my condom broke as well. <sighs> wow. So what kind of condoms are you guys yeah. Okay, call them out yeah, on here on the podcast because people need to know yeah. this shit. Okay? This Be is aware like, of these things. What's going on? For me, the condom thing is actually fairly common. That my condom is great. Are you using think, the same brand? No, I, I, I changed. What what kind do you use? That time, I think I was probably using Durex. Oh, there's your problem right there. <laughs> but, I just want to say, fuck Durex. <laughs> They're the worst condoms I've ever used. My favorite. Trojan Magnums all the way. My favorite condom. And I don't know why I have a condom in my <laughs> Well, you never <laughs> know. Hard cover you never know. You never, the, you never know where the night takes you. This is the one that I like now. But Durex is not... It's not it's not the condom that's the problem. It's me. It's just your big ass dick, man. It's just admit it. Send a shout out to all the big ass dick. It's it's the fact that I last so long. Condoms are not designed. 
for you to use for more than 20 minutes. Yeah. That's the average time that it would last. So if you're fucking someone for two hours. Jesus Christ. What's wrong with you? <laughs> if you're fucking someone for two hours, then. That just gets fuck. boring. After the first 40, like 30, 40 minutes, I'm just there like, okay, well, this needs to get finished or I'm like, I don't know. I'm going to take over and go to the bathroom and jerk off myself because this, this is getting weird. You know? <laughs> no, it's true because sometimes I do get a little bit frustrated. Yeah. Like I'm like, fuck that. Can I just come already? But other times, yeah, no, I love it, man. Like, mm-hmm. fucked. One of my best sexual experiences was maybe the gangbang, but that's not... Like, a New Year's, two years ago, I, mm-hmm. I was having sex with a chick for, like, four hours. You know, and that was fucking amazing. You guys are mutants. I don't know how you do it. <laughs> I can't do more than 20, 30 minutes. I'm done. And I want to just... I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm very big on... Be please and please. Yeah. So if I finish up and I know she hasn't come yet, you know, I flip her on her back and just play with her, right. you know, click G-spot back and forth. I have a few techniques. And then she comes, I turn over, I go to sleep. I'm like, we're we both game. We're equal game, right? <laughs> but like, like fucking for more than 30 minutes, I feel like it's just, it's like time inefficient. Mm. Like you're not getting the same utility every new passing minute. It's negative utility at this point where you're just I like, I felt this I completely disagree. I, I just love that feeling where you like lose track of time and like all you're thinking is I'm fucking just, right I'm, now. I see red, man. I don't, yeah. I don't you see red. <laughs> <is> like, <laughs> that's probably the blood rushing to your brain. I just, <laughs> I just black out up this fucking uh, animal. Uh, fucking, <laughs> scratching chicks. Biting them, tying them up. Jesus. Uh, yeah, so then, yeah, so we fucked her for now, and then I fucked her the next morning when I woke up. Like, we, me and Brown Genius left, went mm-hmm. home. Bruce is stuck around just Bruce, to watch you. Bruce slept, like, he slept. And we slept, like, the chick was in between us, and then we fell asleep. And in the morning, I woke up a little bit horny, so I, uh, I started fingering an asshole. I wanted to fuck Wow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's what you, that's what you start oh, with. Fuck, okay. Did you, did you start with the pussy or you just nope. right? No, just straight for the ass. Was she awake or you just kind of surprised her? She wasn't awake. No, surprised her a little bit. She wasn't awake. I was like, you know what? This chick is down for And she told me the night before that she'd had threesomes before. I mean, I think she had another double penetration? No, I don't know if she had. I didn't ask. But she had actually had like. Not if, like she had had a threesome and I think she had actually hooked up with two guys at the yeah. same time or whatever. Yeah. And she said that, uh, you know, she liked it, bef- she didn't like it as much before and that night she really enjoyed herself. She said she felt like we knew what we were doing. Mm-hmm. So I was like, alright, you know, if this chick is down like that, man, she's probably down for you. Yeah. So then I woke up and I was like, fuck, I wanna fuck her in her ass. And then I started fingering an asshole. Sort of to gauge it, she kind of woke up a little bit. (laughs) 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 What the fuck am I doing? (laughs) I need to make better life decisions now. (laughs) uh, It was funny. It was funny because I felt, I I felt a turtle. Turtle. Oh, a turtle! Oh, a turtle head! A turtle! Head. A turtle head! Oh my god! This is this I is why I'm not into head. anal, man. It's just that that is why you do anal because of the stuff like this. This oh. is awesome. I, I mean, for me, me it's like there. a half turn off, half turn on. Okay, but I was like, I'm not gonna fuck. Like, I wasn't gonna fuck her with a fucking turtle. You should have definitely <laughs> fucked her with a turtle. Ready to come on. But, uh, yeah, so, and then I pulled, like, I pulled my hand away, started fingering a pussy instead. Did you use the same hand with the the turtle juice on it? That's a yeast infection. That is not okay. That is not okay. What was I going to do? I was going to address that chant, the fucking turtle. (laughs) (laughs) She even went, went, like, 
oh no, you can't fuck me up the ass. And I was like, in my head, I was like, I don't know exactly why you're saying like, that. I'm going to shit myself. I'm going to go to the bathroom, clean yourself up. She's like, no, you can't fuck me up the ass. I should have finished off with like a blobkin or something. Man, this is a rugged ass story. This is one of the most rugged stories I've heard. So, and I started fucking her and leave. Fuck. I started fucking her and believe me, uh, Bruce was still sleeping right next to us. Yep. So he woke up to me banging her in the morning. It's like, oh, we're still doing this. Okay. And then he just left without saying hi. <laughs> Jesus. Wait, was, was he, was, was Bruce and Brown Genius kind of drunk? Well, they were the night before, of course. But uh, <laughs> So you think he kind of woke up with like this, like, what the fuck? No, no, but we weren't, like, Brown Genius was, uh, like, we probably had like a few drinks. Like, he was sober enough to drive after yeah. a couple hours of being at home. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, I'm sure Bruce woke up the next day kind of like... The fuck, man. <laughs> yeah, but he was cautious to begin with, so I wasn't surprised that you know he felt like that. So, anyways, he left, and then I fucked her for a bit, and then you know she left, and I didn't take her number. <laughs> Good call on that. I was weirded out by this situation because it's my first time doing that. Now, I mean, if I if I had a gang with the chick, I'll take her number. I don't care. Yeah. By that time, I was like, oh, man, I don't know if I could see this chick again. Seeing her would remind me of what happened. And then now, Which is the greatest thing that could have happened. Oh, it was awesome. Like, after two weeks. <laughs> after two weeks, I was like, yeah, that was fucking awesome. But during that two-week period, it was like... It was a little, it was a little culture shock, right? A little culture shock. This is how bad it was. First of all, Bruce, I didn't see him for like a year after that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, poor Bruce, he sounds like he was scarred Bruce, for life. Bruce got into a relationship. He got a cat. He's now engaged. Jesus Christ that's how serious wow. it was like, I will attribute that directly to the game of bang. course it was, it was like, <laughs> he's like this. Is, he probably left went to some coffee shop or like he started walking down the street he's like what am I doing with my life I, just need a, I, like, I got into this pickup thing and I am way over my head if this is how it's like I just want a girl and the cat and the bear like, I'm not about that life <laughs> I can't do this so yeah he went he went he got a nice girlfriend like fucking uh, brunette chick and they got a cat together and they, they got engaged like two months ago yeah. so I was like wow. it was I think that was a direct Jesus. situation where it was just like I, I can't do this and I saw him like I went out with him um, a year or so after yeah. yeah I think I was actually there yeah I, think, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was there and, and uh, Brown Genius goes like I'm talking to Brown Genius on the phone and I'm joking with him I'm like man you know it's so bad he was so traumatized that we haven't seen him for a year he hasn't come out with us for a year I mean, and he got a girlfriend, like a long-term relationship because of it. And I'm joking, Brown Genius. He's like, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, no, just don't mention, don't bring it up, man. Just, just. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's funny. yeah, it's true, but yeah, just don't. don't just don't, just don't. Let's not talk about this. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> with, with Bruce around, you know. So, Poor Brucey. Yeah, and then uh, Brown Genius was also pretty shaken up. and Really? You know, he got tested and... We didn't go out as much for like a couple of months. And, you know, <laughs> this just ruined friendship. Yeah. So I, I tell you, it was like leaving a crime scene. Where you're just like, Let's not come back to a crime scene. Let's go our separate ways until the heat is low. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you guys. But I got over it quicker. You know, I got over it within yeah. two weeks and I was like, I, well, I, go, I went to go. And you probably had it the worst with the whole turtle hut, yeah, turtle turtle hut situation. situation. I was more concerned. Well, it was, it's just a, it was a cognitive dissonance on my part which is like okay you know I'm about to pick up life whatever and I'm trying to be open minded but this experience is something that 
in my core beliefs when I was younger, I would never do. Mm-hmm. Like I would never a threesome, sure, with a girl. But a guy, that was a weird, that was always like a no-no. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, that, that I had to get over that. And then also I got tested and I was clean. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, okay, whatever. And then it was just like, yeah, it's just that story, man, and the gang. But, yeah. And then another one. Great story, by the way. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, I can't believe I've never heard that. Your 